0: Let's talk about lips, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Just kidding. Today's episode, we're going to talk about lips uh, and everything related to lips, lip filler, lips and Botox, and basically the things that I can do as a PA in plastic surgery with the lips that you present to me. That is a key. I really do think that this is something that is definitely more than one episode, but we're going to try to get it started and kind of hit on the high points with it. When I say the lips that you bring me, it's because no matter what our goals are, those goals can sometimes be determined by what you bring me. You know, if you bring me a very thin lip, if you bring me a big lip, if you bring me youthful lips, older lips, lips that have been aged by the sunshine, lips with a top lip that is bigger than the bottom lip or or all these different things. I can manipulate a lot of things, but there are still limits based on what you bring me. And that is the clear and honest truth. Oftentimes, I see on social media folks posting before and afters where the afters look excellent. But if you pay attention, all of the befores also look pretty damn good. Maybe they're all youthful, hydrated. What I want to see is what did they do with the aging woman's lip? What did they do with the person that spent most of her life in Miami? That's how I know how good somebody is at lip injections. Lip injections and the desire to make the lip fuller really to me is based on the person that's injecting. You come in and and you tell them, what can you do with my lips? This is what my goals are. Can you do that? Similar to what folks do kind of to the hair person. If I don't think that I can produce what you want, I'm going to tell you. So when it comes to lips, again, it depends on what you're presenting, what you're bringing me. And then I like to kind of know what you're thinking. So when we talk about lips, we've got different goals. And I will often ask what those goals are. Some people don't really know. You know, if you want the lip to be more full in the center area, more of a heart shape, we'll we'll say all kinds of different terms that you'll see on the internet. Do you want the lip to look a little wider? Do you feel like you have no lip? Because sometimes that's the truth. A lot of times, my goal is to try to guide the person that's in front of me. To tell you what I think is going to be best for the lip that you're presenting. In addition to that, It also depends on corners of the mouth. There are a lot of variety of features. The type of filler that we put in there also can make a difference. So again, lips can take up a a series of episodes, and I hope to help you kind of be more educated on what you need. What I can tell you is that unless God gave you an upper lip bigger than the bottom lip, in general, your bottom lip needs to be percentage Larger than the upper lip or it just looks strange in my opinion The other thing to know that myself as a PA or another injector out there has the ability to say no to you If it doesn't seem like it's a safe option or if it seemed like it's gonna make me look really bad I often will just tell somebody they need to go to a different injector And I like to disclose that very honestly because it's my reputation as well as to what I'm putting out there now again I'm open to discussion with patients, but there are a lot of things that limit what the results will be. An experienced injector is truly what you need. It's not based on what somebody's social media before and afters really are. I, I hear folks say that and, and I kind of shake my head inside, although I smile on the outside. <laughs> but what you got to know is, is I do not take good before and afters simply because I'm extremely busy and I don't have anybody to do that for me. That is second on my list. My very first thing is to make people happy with the appearance. And I got I to be safe. I got a lot of things to think about. I have lot of things to study. Even at 15 years in, I'm studying all the time on a regular basis. What can I do to make these lips look the best? I'm also trying to budget for you. You know, I I tell my patients all the time, I say, all right, let's talk like you're Oprah, but I have yet to meet her. Now, I've got folks with endless amounts of money, and I got a lot of folks that that don't have endless amounts of money and I want us to get the equal results and and definitely want to be the safest about it so when I'm talking to you about these results I'm first going to tell you as if you're Oprah and then we're going to talk realistically I will be honest if you're under the age of 25 I probably have a better idea that you're going to want full lips not always true though sometimes it's very conservative but a lot of times I get an idea of what our goals are we have a little bit of a different conversation I'm going to talk about that in a different episode really. But in general when you tell me what the goals are I'm also gonna maybe choose different products. I, I thankfully work at Northeast Georgia Plastic Surgery and I've got about every product that's out there and approved available to me. Thank you guys. I work specifically for Dr. Walton. Thank you Dr. Walton. But thank you to all of them for having so much that is accessible to me because then I can truly pick what's best for the patient. So again I'm going to ask what the goals are. That's what should happen. Then I'm going to see what do I think is going to best meet your goals. What filler out there? Probably the largest companies that currently are available right now are Allergan and Galderma. Yes, Mertz, you're out there um, for Bellatero and things. That I'm going to go through kind of what my thinking is. But even in me talking to you, I, this is just highlights. A, a lot of it is I got to see it myself. So, I'm going to specifically talk about these companies, although there's some outliers that are out there. But those are the two that I'm going to focus on right now because I feel like those are primarily used. Different offices may have one or the other. And thankfully, in the last probably two or three to five years, we've got options in both of those companies that will meet most patients' needs. So whether or not you go to an office that has Galderma or they have primarily Allergan or a lucky place like me where I get those and others, then that's all right. (laughs) So, you know... What you're looking for is the experienced injector. Now, let's talk about Allergan, which is primarily when we're talking about... uh Juvederm type products, just to confuse us a little bit, every product that they have has the word Juvederm before it, but in general, when you say Juvederm, you're thinking Juvederm Ultra versus Juvederm Ultra Plus. Now, XC added to those is is really like the lidocaine, so don't think too much about it, but Juvederm Ultra, a little softer, okay? Juvederm Ultra Plus, a little bit more power, a little oomph, you know, what's the difference on what I'm going to use in the lips? That kind of depends on the personality of the patient. When I've got somebody that's been used to using Juvederm Ultra Plus, I'm not usually going to go backwards to Juvederm Ultra. But if we're looking for a little bit of a softer point, maybe it's the Ultra. Ultra Plus is probably going to stay a little bit longer. Sometimes I'm going to use a combination. Try not to control your injector too much. Let them do what they're good at. <laughs> Sorry, just my point. Now, let's talk about Velour. All right, Velour is going to last a little bit longer. That's still out of juvenile line, so let's call it Juvederm Velour. It's going to last a little bit longer. Softer product, uh, FDA has approval for like a year and a half. Uh, I'll explain that, my opinion a little bit on all of that with all the products in a minute. But Velour is a Vicross product, so we might have it lasting a little bit longer, still being softer, but the technology is a little different. Now we're going to go on to Volbella. Still a Vicross product in the way that it's going to whole but we can use it uh, more superficially because it's not going to show as much uh, of a blue hue under the skin so we can use it more su- superficially it goes a little bit longer but really that product is probably better for the person that doesn't really want much just wants to help those little tiny fine lines not going to be adding volume that product goes a long way usually there's only about half a CC in most of the syringes. um, I primarily do not use that in the lips as much, but again, I'm usually trying to get a big bang for the buck. I'm not I'm not wrong or right for that. Again, it just has to do with your experienced injector. I'm using that primarily for the perioral lines uh, around it, but still, it's an option that's out there. Typically, that is cheaper uh, because it's not gonna last as long. You really need to leave that uh, to your uh, experienced injector. It is not on label to do like most of the things we do, but Voluma is another option. If you really wanna make some stout lips that last a while, well, that's Voluma, but I personally don't think that's a good idea to put there. It has some risks involved, and again, that's a lot more than I can talk about right now. So those are not bad products to use. Just know that the the Ultras in general, the Juvederms, they're hydrophilic. They're going to pull water in. So it might make a little bit more of a plump look. Very nice for the person that's really wanting nice pout and projection and good for the person that doesn't. Again, it just depends on the, the experienced injector. When we get to the Galderma line, you're really looking more at your Restylane products, which over the last several years, like Allergan, has given us a lot more products to choose from. When you get into Restylane L, which the L just stands for lidocaine. The same as the old school Restylane, which was around way before uh, Juvederm. You know, when we're getting into that product line, we've got some variations to it. To me, Restylane is a little less soft than Juvederm, but it's also a little less hydrophilic in my opinion. Key here, everything that I'm saying here is my opinion. But when you get into some of their uh, variations, Refine. I've got somebody that comes in, they really don't want to have overdone lips. They want just a little kind of their testing. Then Refine is kind of like Gumby it stretches it's gonna go a long way it's gonna look very natural but quite frankly it's not gonna last a long time and I got to think through your psychology and by the way we're not trained as psychologists but we got to think like that so this is something that I use for the person sometimes it's just starting and really kind of scared of getting their lips done but I really feel like they're in need of that to help kind of find lines around the area and I'm not gonna go into other uses for that but that's something a little less robust but a good way to kind of dab dabble into uh, lips uh, and Has nice stretchability and a nice uh, appearance. Next, you've got Define for the lips. Some folks that I really respect use a lot of Define. It's more robust than the Refine. I think it's kind of in the Vicross quality, or or, I think it's kind of in the Vicross family. But anyway, that's a different discussion. Uh, So again, a little bit more robust uh, for things, but it has some positives and negatives, and that's based on your injector. Uh, And then we can also get into Silk, that's in that same line. Now, I really like Silk, but You got to have respect for Silk because Silk loves to swell on us. But it has a place and I'll just kind of leave it there. Now, there's some outlying companies like Mertz and you get into Bellatero, uh, which doesn't last quite as long. But again, for the person that's kind of scared of it, that's a good place to start. Although I think it burns a little bit more. But anyway, the key to all this is that you need to go to an expert injector with a good reputation and ask them to do what's best to meet your goals. When you're the patient that comes in and tries to really micromanage your injector, it's not good, okay? And if your injector lets you micromanage them, you need to walk out. That's all I can say. You know, I'm going to do what's best and most great injectors are going to treat aesthetic medicine just like it's any other kind of medicine. We're going to talk about the goals and whether that's in primary medicine to get you better or the goals are, I'm going to tell you what I think is going to help you meet your needs. That's really what you need to do is is let them run with it because that's really what's in your best interest overall. Um, again, I could, I could go on about lips forever and ever. I, I used to tell folks that, that, that they could do whatever they wanted the night of the procedures. But as far as instruction goes, I've now changed that and said please be gentle with the lips afterwards. Now, the only folks who have stretched what I've wanted on that is pretty much, again, my under 25s. Thank you, girls. Thank you, boys, for coming under 25. But you know, you make me think about what my instructions are. I tell folks that usually for the first week, you can expect kind of some drying lips. That's normal. You got inflammation to a small area. Just know that's normal. It's normal to look weird when I'm done. It's normal to, normal to look weird no matter who takes care We just stuck a needle in your lip. So you're going to have a little bit of some bruising, some inflammation. Just chill out. Don't touch them. You're gonna have some bumps, some lumps, some bruising. That's just normal. If you don't, good. But be gentle with them. Respect the fact that there's a mild injury going on. No lip masks. No special stuff. Please don't touch your lips very much for a week. Brush your teeth like normal. This is not the time to get a dental visit. If you gotta get a dental visit, go ahead and do it. But these are all the things to think about. It is preferable that you do not take ibuprofen, aspirin, or anything that's gonna make you bleed for about a week going into it or a week afterwards. Now, every injector has a different rule on this. I I I do not tell my patients who are on um, on Coumadin or uh, variables of that to stop those products. I personally do not think it is worth you having a stroke to stop those products in order that you get your lips filled. But that's just a personal you know opinion. I'm I'm just telling you that. Exercise. Officially stop exercise for 48 to 72 hours but in general just don't do you know high intensive exercise for about 24 or so hours uh and and then you gotta ask your injector what are they comfortable with? Again an experienced injector has opinions based on what they've seen over the years in the past and that's just that. In a different episode I'm going to talk a little bit about fillers how long I really think they last but what I would tell you is, is if you just google it and what you google matches what your injector tells you they're just saying what the FDA approves but in general we can tell you kind of what we actually think. Uh, Again, I'm gonna gonna say that for a different episode overall. Lip flip. Oh my gosh, you guys love the lip flip sometimes. Sometimes you don't. Lip flip has to do with techniques around how we inject the filler and sometimes putting a neurotoxin such as Botox, Dysport, Xeomin, or Nutox or Juva around the lip to affect the muscles, but that has positives and negatives. Again, I'm going to talk about that a little bit further, but if you're wanting the lip flip, you just got to talk to them about it, and like I said, there's positives and negatives to that. And certain fillers um, are known to be uh, good. Most recently, Restylane came out with a product called Kiss uh, that has been available in other countries prior to now. I personally, I really love the product. It was launched basically uh, trying to instruct us a lot on the lip flip. Quite honestly, the instruction on it is very similar to uh, some instruction that Volbella had out, which is through Juvederm, and I quite honestly think that you can use a variety of products to help to flip the lip uh, through injection. It's just a matter of technique and making sure that we're utilizing the correct filler. If somebody comes to me and they have no lip and they're wanting a lip flip, I can tell them, look, we got a we got to build you some volume first. Again, it goes back to go to the experience injector. They're going to tell you what's a good idea or not. You know, if you're coming in and you want, you need some volume first, and then I'm going to lip flip you maybe in a month or so, you know, I'm going to tell my patients what I think is best. The flipping of the lip when I'm using a toxin, those that I discussed before, if somebody comes in and they're, they're thinking conservatively, I might go ahead and fill them on the first go and then tell them, hey, if you're wanting a little bit more, why don't you come back in like four weeks, let's try one of the Botox, Dysport, Xeomin, or. Juvo type products to add a little Flip there so that you can see but a lot Of times I want to separate it on the first Go so that you know what you like or not My goal is to educate you I've I've got no secrets but My goal is to educate my patients So that they can decide what they like And and that they desire because that also Changes as we age unfortunately the Volume changes now I'm going to share my opinion I'm also not going to do what I think Is a bad idea um I I do Overfill lips sometimes again my Under 25 year olds or some of my 60 year olds but I usually follow that very much with look I'm only going to do it as safe and I need you to also tell folks this is not what I desire the most but I also tell folks I got a tramp stamp from when I was 18 that's huge and ugly at least I wish I would have chosen something different and to me lips and large volumes especially my younger folks it's kind of in that trendy category but I can reverse it it's safe and it goes away the other thing I want to touch lightly on is that when lips look funny to me in general unless it's the patient really desiring something different it's it's the injectors fault overall y- you know like I said I, I've got lips that are out there that are much larger than what I want and each of those patients know it I am so open I describe everything which is why unfortunately a lot of my patients wait for all ever thank you guys for being patient with me. but I'm gonna tell you what I really think just like we are the best of friends sitting at dinner and when someone comes in to me and asks that their lips be filled or to touch lightly on any other area be filled I i'm gonna look at the whole face whether or not they asked or not because although in public i don't see faces i, I really i'm thinking about myself when i'm in public i'm trying to get things done whatever and, and folks can say yes yeah, it's because it's, it's work and you don't want to think about that i i don't really I can't even say that I, i'm katie allen and my brain just doesn't think that now i'll see a suspicious lesion a trach scar You walk like a funny gate. And I think might need to be corrected. Now, my brain will see that. But I don't see the aesthetic things because I genuinely think that I am blessed by God to see people as who they are. But when you come into the office, I am there to critique your entire face to tell you what I think is best for you. Even if you came in and asked just about your lips. The reason why I bring this up, my young folks, we can get away with just injecting your lips. My 30-something-year-old's, sometimes we can get away with injecting the lips. I will always look at those oral commissures to see if they need to come up. But, but when we're getting towards the end of the 30s and reaching all the other decades of life, a lot of times the reason why the lip injections look funny is not that the lip injector did a bad job, but we forsake looking at the entire face. So I, I, that's an episode in itself where I'm going to say why lips to me in an aging person when injected often look funny. I'm going to save that for another little episode, but, but there's reasons why that is and how you can correct it. My goal with folks is is genuinely to make you happy. There's a lot more to be stated about lips. Lips are complicated. I love doing them. They hurt like hell. Um I'm glad for all those that tell folks that they're able to do something that makes them not hurt like crazy. I find that anything that blocks them too much it gets in the way of me injecting. That's just my personal opinion. I try my best to make it as comfortable as possible. It is not a long procedure and most everybody gets through it just darn fine. As As far as how long do you need to be away from folks, you know, if you don't want anybody to know about your lips being injected, minus bruising, which I really don't have much control over, you know, you're hiding from folks for a couple of days. Right now, we're in a mask world. That may not be true when you're listening to this later, but right now in a mask world, you can hide them pretty easily. But I would tell you that lips in general look a little funny for a couple of days to three. Your primary swelling is about a week, but then you get out to about three weeks. It is quite common that at the end of three weeks, folks think that that filler has disappeared. That is because you just have swelling that continues. You get used to what it was like, and then you go, oh, I really want to go back to having a little bit more, and oh, my lip filler is just gone. Or folks come into me, and they go, well, so-and-so injected me, and it just didn't work after so-and-so. I say, about how long were you happy with it? It's funny how many people go to about that three, four-week period. What I can tell you is is that you get used to the swelling. That swelling is there. Dissipates to me from what you visually see around the three-week mark. The filler did not just disappear. You build a little bit of collagen off of that injection. Now, what I tell most folks is, is expect that you may or may not want to come back for a little bit more lip filler at around the month or three month period. You know, just expect that. The only reason why I say that is I've got no control over the building of the lip. You want to build up a lip, you pretty much need to expect to have at least two injections. I personally will not put in more than one syringe at a time. I just think there's too much swelling. And if there's too much swelling, it leaves you open to having, I think, some I- increased risk of injection or sorry, increased uh, migration possibilities of filler. But if somebody else feels good going ahead and doing more, that if they're experienced, you just got to go with whatever they feel good with. But I tell folks no more than one in the lip specifically at one time. I have one person that I did that on. You know who you are. It just, it looked like botched you know, the amount of swelling that this person get, got and, and how long it was it took for them to go down was just ridiculous. So again, one syringe, you might come back in a month to three months. Let's put a little bit more in. It might be a little bit more after that. You're not the crazy lady down the road. That's just the safest way to approach it. And and my patients know that. I, I tell them that. But I like you to know that's a normal thing is to build that filler over time or maybe adding a t- toxin or not. Um, looking at the whole face is important. Again, as we inject the lips, there's safety things that they need to ask you I'm going to go back over lips again in future episodes but this was just a little dabble in to let you know kind of the thinking of an injector when it comes to lips at least an intro to that and I hope this helps with some things give you a little thoughts from a plastic surgery PA again with over 15 years of experience injection my how things have changed we now have so many more tools than when I started we had so few things available to us when I very first started for the lips uh, and really, we did a lot of self-teaching. Uh, there's very few people to talk to about this as well. But thankfully, things are changing. We can do so much more of the lips. We can meet every goal I feel like is possible, whether it's more of a natural look, uh, kind of a, a moderate look. Let's all the lips thin over time. Uh, and are we trying to just bring those back, give you more than what you had, or really boost them so that they're nice and luscious. Those are all the things that we talk about. My goals are typically very natural looking results, but I am open to talking to a patient if I feel like our goals are quite clear. And again, really in the end, what are our primary goals are to safely make you the most pleased. And I hope that as a injector that I am doing that for my patients. Thank you all for listening today. Have a wonderful week.